Welcome to the Point of Impact podcast with Rick McDaniel. Thanks for joining us today. Get ready to be inspired and motivated to live a high-impact life. Now, here's Rick. Welcome to another episode of the Point of Impact podcast. I'm Rick McDaniel. It is great to have you joining with us today. And uh, this theme for this episode is going to be gratitude and thankfulness. And so I just want to express my gratitude and thankfulness to all of you who've been listening since we started this year. This is the first Thanksgiving, you might say, since this podcast began earlier this year. And Thanksgiving is next week, and I want to dedicate this episode to talking about gratitude and Thanksgiving, the incredible impact being thankful can have on your life, uh, say, versus being uh, complaining and uh, negative about things in your life. There's a giant difference really between the two. So I want to focus on that today and I want to just thank all of you for listening, for purchasing my new book, You Got Style, and all the ways that you've been supportive. I I appreciate that so much. And I want to help you to see the value, the incredible value, in a number of different ways of choosing gratitude and thankfulness over complaint and negativity. Now, there's a lot of research that's been done. I want to share just a little bit with you today. There was a a National Science Foundation-funded study with Northeastern University psychologist David Desteno. He had participants complete an arduous data entry task only to have it lost by computer malfunction. Then, a lab assistant, seemingly unconnected, to the study and claiming to be in a hurry for their own experiment, restored the lost work. The participant participant then is dismissed and but bumps into the lab assistant who then asked for some help. And what they found was, was that those who had been helped by the, the assistant and were grateful for the help were more likely to return the favor and did so for longer than those in a group that hadn't helped. That's amazing, right? This idea that gratitude leads people to act in more virtuous and more in more selfless ways. It builds social support, the Steno says, which we know is tied to both physical and psychological well-being. There is a huge impact on being grateful. Another professor at the University of California Riverside, Sanja Lamborinsky, who's a psychology professor, done a lot of research in the area of happiness and gratitude. And she has some interesting insights. She says that gratitude can't be something that you do just, you know, just say thanks once a year. If you don't do it regularly, she says, you're not going to get the benefits. It's kind of like uh, if you went to the gym once a year. What, you know, what good would that be? What would be the, the value and the benefit that would come out of that? And it, it, it makes sense if you think about it. UCLA also uh, did some research in what's called their Mindfulness Awareness Research Center. They discovered that regularly expressing gratitude, now listen to this, literally changes the molecular structure of your brain. 
It keeps the gray matter functioning and makes us healthier and happier. When you feel happy, the central nervous system is affected. You're more peaceful, less reactive, and less resistant. And gratitude is the most effective practice for stimulating feelings of happiness. It's remarkable. This is just remarkable research. Now, again, those of you who have listened to me before know that I'm, I'm a research guy. I have two graduate research degrees, and I'm into it. I've been doing research for many, many, many years. My, many of my books come out of my research, my speaking. So I believe facts are your friends. I believe that the research is, is very, very helpful. So here's another one, Robert Emmons. He's at the University of California, Davis, and has a colleague, Mike McCullough, who's at the University of Miami. So they randomly assigned participants one of three different tasks. Participants kept a journal each week with one group describing things they were grateful for, another group describing what was hassling them, and another keeping track of just neutral events. After 10 weeks, the participants in the gratitude group felt 25% better than the other groups and had exercised an average of one and a half hours more each week. In a later study with a similar setup, participants completed gratitude exercises each day, offered other people in their lives more emotional support than those in the other groups. So if they practice gratitude, they were more likely to offer others emotional support. In another study on gratitude was conducted with adults suffering from what are called NMDs, neuromuscular disorders. With the majority of people having post-polio system uh, syndrome, PPS, compared to those not jotting down what they were grateful for every night, participants that did express gratitude felt more refreshed each day upon awakening. They also, also felt more connected with others than did those in the group that did not express gratitude. I mean, this, this is just scientific fact. There was one more study that was done, and it didn't require a gratitude journal but looked at the amount of gratitude people showed in their daily lives. In this study, a group of Chinese researchers found that higher levels of gratitude were associated with better sleep and lower levels of anxiety and depression. And it's just this, some compelling, compelling information. There are studies as well that were done by the Professor Emmons, Dr. Emmons we talked about earlier, where he says that people who express gratitude are less envious and resentful, they sleep longer, they exercise more, and they have lower blood pressure. This is just amazing information and amazing research just backs up the principle. Now you could go to the scripture, to the Bible, Psalm 92.1, where it says, it is wonderful to be grateful and to sing your praises, Lord Most High. That That's the kind of attitude of gratitude that God wants us to have in our lives. It is wonderful to be grateful and to sing your praises. Gratitude is a habit that we build. It's not a spontaneous emotion. Let me define it this way. Gratitude is appreciating, focusing on, and being thankful for what we have and not focusing on what we don't have. Gratitude is appreciating, focusing on, and being thankful for what we have and not focusing on what we don't have. 
Now, practicing gratitude is a challenge because we live in a culture that bombards us with advertising designed to focus on us on what we don't have and to make us be discontented. We, we live in a culture, frankly, that is much more complaint-driven than it is gratitude-driven. It's really amazing how complaint can just kind of take over our lives. And, you know, before we know it, it it's just something that we do all the time. We express these sentiments of complaint. Probably most people complain dozens of times each day. Complaining diminishes our role in recovering from illness, can actually make a person sicker. Doctors have found that people complain about their illnesses actually worsen the symptoms of their disease. Our minds play a significant role in the health of our bodies. Doctors estimate that as much as two-thirds of their time is spent treating individuals whose underlying problem is psychological, not physiological. A negative attitude is evidenced by complaining, by a complaining nature, and that increases the likelihood of a person getting sick. People who complain lose friends. People who complain too frequently are labeled as whiners and can end up being excluded out of social groups and relationships. And these are the things that can impact our lives when we don't have an attitude of gratitude and thankfulness. Complaining can, can drag down conversations. Complaining is often contagious. After one person complains, then the incidence of others complaining seems to increase. It's, there's a domino effect of complaining. And certainly complaining hurts others. It influences the behavior of the listener, and the listener's response to the complaints subsequently affects the behavior of the complainer. In other words, it feeds on itself. It's like a complaining loop where people feed off one another's negativity and they drain each other emotionally. If complaining is so destructive and gratitude and thankfulness is so healthy, you know, what's going on? Why do we complain? Well, we complain, I guess, to get attention, draw attention to ourselves. Maybe we complain to avoid doing things that, you know, we know we should do. People can sometimes save face by using complaints as kind of a self-handicapping strategy. Some complaints are voiced as excuses after undesirable behavior. You know, just may serve as a, a way, a strategy, again, of kind of uh, covering it up. A student complains before a test about not feeling well. You know, he kind of sets up the excuse for the poor performance. And that's the kind of thing that can happen with complaining. You know, maybe you're thinking, hey, hold on, Rick, you know, like, uh, I'm not complaining, you know, I'm just saying what's going on. Yeah, it's not complaining to speak directly and only to someone who can resolve the, resolve the issue. You know, if there's something, you know, wrong, like your computer freezes, then, you know, you call tech support. That's not complaining. You're just telling them, you know, I've got a problem, a situation. Complaining is, is when you say something like, this computer is a piece of junk and you tell other people what a piece of junk it is and how you have to work with it, but you never call tech support to get it fixed. I mean, there's, there's a difference between those things. So if complaining isn't good, and it isn't, and gratitude is good, and the research says that it is, then 
the goal really is to focus on gratitude and, and not just because you know it's Thanksgiving next week or you may be listening to this the week of Thanksgiving maybe on Thanksgiving day you're taking a break from your family or friends or maybe the day after I don't know it's it's not just you know once a year it's it's it becomes an again an attitude of gratitude a way in which you look at your life and at circumstances you choose to practice gratitude and so the question of course becomes well how exactly you know do i do that how can i practice gratitude in my life and i'd like to just help you with some very practical ways you can do that that I think can really have an enormous positive impact on your life. I would just strongly encourage you to look to eliminate complaining from your life and replace it with thankfulness. Get rid of griping and get into gratitude. It certainly takes discipline to do something like this. There's, there's no doubt about it. It's not something that comes naturally to us, but it is something that can be done. It can be achieved. That is for certain. But it will take a commitment to say, yes, I'm going to choose. And again, the research says you're happier, you're healthier, you're sleeping better. Everything about your life gets better when you practice gratitude and thankfulness. Complaining and griping and whining does not make your life better. And again, as I just said, it can end up hurting your relationships and hurting your health. It doesn't do anything good. So using this national holiday instituted by our greatest president in American history, Abraham Lincoln. Five presidents were asked to make Thanksgiving a national holiday and they all turned it down and it took Lincoln to realize the value of a holiday that celebrates being thankful and unites us around what we're thankful for. The Pilgrims and the Indians in Plymouth, Massachusetts came together even though they were uh, not really friends and, and in many ways adversaries and enemies, but they came together to celebrate. And that's what Governor Bradford recorded in his journal. And that's the basis for the celebration of Thanksgiving. And that is exactly that journal entry that, that then led to the push to have Thanksgiving be a national holiday. And finally, President Lincoln, seeing how desperately divided the country had become, felt this was so necessary. And you could make some analogies to the divisions we are experiencing in our country today. And would we be better off if we moved in the direction of thankfulness and thanksgiving instead of in the direction of complaint and griping? Big, big difference. So, you know, how do you do it? Where, where do you start? Well, let's just start here. Emphasize gratitude for people more than things. In other words, express gratitude to more people. Try to do it in person. Or maybe write somebody a note or a card. Certainly email and texting as well is there, but 
There's something about a card that's nice. Identify a teacher, a mentor, a family member, a friend, a colleague, a coach, a first responder. People that you can express your thankfulness and gratitude towards. Tell them what you appreciate about them. They will love that appreciation and you'll feel a whole lot better for it. You know, at Thanksgiving, we'll go around the dinner table and, you know, have each person say something specific that they're grateful for. Why, why is that only on Thanksgiving? What about doing that every, every meal? What about sitting down in every meal and just saying, hey, what are you thankful for today? And make that a, a part of, of your family's culture so that the family members know, I need to be thinking about something that I can say I'm thankful for. And just the process of thinking about it. You see how, how positive that is and how much it changes people's outlook. Look for things to be grateful for. And maybe they're small things, you know, a beautiful day. Hit a bunch of green lights on your way to work or school or shopping. Air conditioning on a super hot day, a nice fire on a cold night. Medication that keeps you well or keeps you from sickness. I was just talking to my wife the other day about just Advil, about ibuprofen. I mean, what a miracle, what a miracle drug that is. It's amazing how you can take some Advil and these pains that you have just go away. And I was just saying to her, you know, it's just such a great thing to just have. You can just pop a few Advil and the pain can go away and it happens time and time again. And we just sort of take it for granted. What a blessing it is to have something very affordable, very affordable. I mean, you can buy giant 200 bottles, you know, pill bottles. I mean, it'll last you for a long time. What about just, you know, where you live, the freedoms that you experience, the fact that you have enough food to eat? That, you, that you've had an opportunity for an education, the job that you have, the people in your life, your friends. I'm heading out tomorrow to uh, spend some time with one of my longtime friends. I've known him since college. What a blessing it is to have friendships that last that long. Not that I'm that old, but that's for another day. But it's great to be able to have those sort of friendships in your life. And here's sort of a list you might go down, you know, just so family and friends. That's, you know, your, your spouse if you're married, your kids if you have children, your parents if they're still around. Your old time friends you've had for a while, your new friends. I've talked to, I've talked to this week to one of my longtime friends. And again, I'll see another one soon. And, and I also have just started making a new friend, and it's great to make new friends. My dad always taught me you can never have enough friends, you know, and, you wanna, and, and he always said, if you wanna, want a friend, be a friend. It's great to have friends. How about thankfulness for financial provision? You say, well, I don't make as much as I want, or, you know, my job's not as great as it could be. Okay, but you do have a job, and you do have money, do you have a place to live, and do you have a car, and have these sort of blessings in your life that you just take for granted? Blessings that travel and 
transportation give us to be able to I'll be flying to to see my family for Thanksgiving what a blessing get on a plane and, and an hour and a half later you're there it would take 10 hours to drive in a car and an hour and a half you're there in a plane what a blessing that is my nephew will come and pick us up at the airport take us to the house to have Thanksgiving dinner we'll actually flying on Thanksgiving how about special people in your life or special blessings that you've had? I mean, just, you say, what blessings? I mean, just think about some of the blessings that, you, that you've had in your life, the, the unique opportunities that, that you've had, that God's given you, that maybe you just need to just spend a little time just pondering and considering. Here, here's, another, here's another way to do it that I think can really work. Keep a, a gratitude jar. You know, like just dropping little slips of paper where you write down something specific that you're grateful for. Like throughout the year, just have like a jar or a box or a can or whatever and just drop in little slips of paper. And then like on New Year's Eve or New Year's Day, just open it up and just start reading and saying, oh, I forgot all about that. That was a great day. All that was great. You'd be amazed. I've done this. It is amazing. It is amazing. You start pulling out all these slips of paper of stuff that you've long forgotten. I highly encourage you to consider, you know, having something like this. Or maybe you could keep a gratitude journal, like for a month, just write down things every single day that you're grateful for. You'll be amazed. I mean, when you start looking for gratitude and things to be thankful for, let me tell you what's going to happen. You're going to find it. I always use this example, but you know I'm always talking to new people or listening, and maybe you've never heard me say this before, maybe you have. But it's just it's like when you get a new car. So you finally decide on a model that you're gonna buy and you buy this new car. And so you start driving your new car and you're like, hey, there's my car on the other side of the highway, or hey, there's my car turning right in front of me down the street, and oh, that's my car in in, in silver. Oh, there's my car in in white. Now, here's the thing, friends. Those cars have been there. They didn't just magically appear. They have been there, but you never noticed them because you hadn't honed in on that model, that uh, the car that you wanted to buy. But once you said, oh, that's my car, now you notice it. It's, it's the same thing with gratitude. When you start deciding that you're going to look for things to be thankful for, you know what? You're going to find things to be thankful for. They've always been happening, but you just didn't notice them. And when you choose to notice them because you're keeping a gratitude journal or because you've got this gratitude jar or box that you're dropping slips, little paper describing it, it changes things. You will be amazed. I just highly encourage you to think about doing something like this. I think you'll, you'll be really surprised. In your prayer time, you know, begin your prayers. You know, a lot of times our prayers like, okay, God, this is what I need. I need this, I need this, I need this, do this, do this, do this. It would be better to start our prayers by being thankful. Jesus taught us the Lord's Prayer, right? The most famous prayer. How does it start? Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. What does hallowed mean? It's an old word. It means to ascribe honor or worth. Hallowed be thy name. So the first thing we do is give 
thanks to God by honoring him for all of his blessings. In the book of Philippians, it tells us, with thanksgiving, make your request known to God. With thanksgiving. Just start having your prayer time begin with gratitude, thankfulness. You'll be surprised. The more you look for it, the more you're going to find it. The more you find it, the, the better you're going to feel, the happier you're going to be, the healthier you're going to become. Your relationships are going to improve. Everything is going to get better in your life when you choose an attitude of gratitude. When you purposely decide that you are going to do less griping and you're going to have more gratitude. When you purposely decide you're going to have less complaining and more thanksgiving in your life. It's going to make a huge difference. Psychologists have the term savor, and it's an important concept for gratitude. This is where you take time to focus on, to actually linger, and, and really just deepen your sense of gratitude and what you're grateful for. Just really take time to let it sink in. Like how fortunate and blessed you are to have what you have, to experience what you experience, to live where you live, to have the opportunities afforded to you, the people, the support, the grace of God, the forgiveness. There's so many things to be grateful for if we really focus on being grateful. You know, we started talking about at the beginning of this episode about the professor who said that you really have to say thanks more than once a year. It's like going to the gym, right? You know, what good is that? And I mean, that's really, I think the key is saying, you know, Thanksgiving is a holiday and that's all well and good, but really it's, just, it's a reminder that this needs to be a lifestyle. This needs to be an attitude. And if you practice it, you're you're just going to be a, a happier, more positive person. There's just no doubt about it. There's just no way around it. I wrote a book about the, the the habits of happy people, and one of the habits is is gratitude. By the way, it's one of the habits. That's maybe for another day, the full exploration of that. But what I can tell you for certain is. Happy people are people who are thankful, are people that have gratitude. That's just an undeniable truth. And that's something that you absolutely want to focus on in your life. And it's good to just pause at this time of year and allow it to be an opportunity to say, you know, I'm going to make this just a part of my lifestyle. I am going to have the attitude of gratitude. I'm going to practice it every single day. I'm going to have a gratitude journal. I'm going to have a gratitude jar box. I'm going to do this. And you're going to see, we're going to spend time, you know, each day. Another practice is to list three things that you're thankful for at the end of each day, just before you go to sleep at night. Just, you know how great that is to just end your day in gratitude? Just purposely choose to look at the good things. 
Anybody can look at the negative. Anybody can point out what's wrong. It takes effort to say, okay, what's the good? Where was the good? Where are the things I can be thankful for? And when you discover those, and you will when you try to, then you end your day in that kind of mindset. And that is such a healthier, better way for you to go to bed at night. You're going to have better sleep and you're going to wake up in a better frame of mind. Then you start your morning in prayer, thanking God, starting in ending with thankfulness and gratitude and starting with thankfulness. It's a marvelous way to live your life. And I, I just hope that you'll take advantage of the opportunity that this holiday brings to just remind us that this is the way we need to be living. The researchers say, again, what does the Bible say? It's wonderful to be grateful and to sing your praises, Lord Most High. God is saying to us, this is the way, the psalmist is saying, this is the way to live your life. If you live your life like this, the research backs it up. All the wisdom points in one direction. And the direction is, be a person who doesn't complain but instead has gratitude. Be a person who doesn't focus on the negative, but looks for something to be thankful for, and you will find it, and it will enrich your life in so many, many ways. All right, I look forward to being with you again next week on this Point of Impact podcast. Have a great holiday. You've been listening to the Point of Impact podcast with Rick McDaniel. Thanks for tuning in, and we look forward to you joining us for our next episode.